Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lindsay, what do you got? Well, Mayor Eric Garcetti signed the Healthcare Workers Minimum Wage Ordinance last week. And the ordinance imposes on covered employer employers a minimum of $25 for qualifying healthcare workers who work in the city of Los Angeles. So anybody who is a qualified healthcare worker will now be getting paid a minimum of $25 an hour beginning on August 13th. Awesome. And the best part about this is beginning January 1st, 2024, they're going to have annual minimum wage increases based on the cost of living. So... If you're one of those healthcare workers, it says you have to provide patient care or be employed by one of the healthcare facilities as described in the ordinance. But yeah, that's pretty cool that they're raising their minimum wage as well. Yeah, right. I would say All so. Right. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I will say also, one that's, thing. I, I was going to say like $25 an hour to be like a healthcare worker. Does not, it seems like it should be more than that. Those people are like out saving fair. lives and stuff. But yeah, what is fair. the, but what, what, what defines a healthcare worker? I mean, I don't think we're talking about doctors and nurses per se. Right. Well, I think, that could... I think, yeah, the point of this, I think is for people who like work in um, like nursing homes, for example, or people right. who do like home healthcare visits, stuff like, like that. Like CNAs and like medical yes. assistants. Yeah. Those CNAs. people make yeah. 25 to $35 an hour for the most part. Yeah. Tell you guys this, uh, my my 22-year-old son has been home all summer, right? He's getting ready to go back to college. He got a job this summer as a server's assistant in a restaurant. Okay. And, you know, 15 bucks an hour. That's that's what those guys make. But every night he gets to find out what he makes in terms of tips because they pool yeah. all the tips. Yeah. And pretty much because he's at a really high-end resort, every night it's like $100, $120, right? Plus... A lot of times they'll schedule them for overtime, which is time and a half, or even on 4th of July, it was double pay. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, it kind of averages out to pre-tax dollars. It is like 25 to 29 30 bucks, and I'm like blown away by the whole thing. The dude is so proud of himself, he leaves his pay stub out so his sisters can see it. Like, look how much money I'm making as a server's assistant. And I'll tell you, man, it has really taught the kid how to hustle and, and how you can make money. I'm like... Really stoked about the whole thing. I mean, he's make, yeah. making like real uh, money. Is he insinuating his sisters aren't doing that? Well, so his sisters work like one works at a pizza restaurant and the other one works at a gym and they're making minimum wage. But like one doesn't have any tips and the other one has tips, but not as big. And I said, don't you see the difference? You're at the Ferrari dealership and she's at the uh, Volkswagen dealership. And that's why you're making so much more money in tips, because every time somebody tips, they tip a lot, 20 or 25% on a $500 bill is a lot of money, whereas 20 or 25% on a, on a you know, $50 pizza bill is a whole different world. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of been the lesson this summer. So there, is, there are ways to hustle out there and make cash, dude. That's all I'm saying. I made a lot of money as a server. And what, tell, what tell with... your daughters they should, they should work in restaurants. 
What is it with the tips? Hold on. What is it with the dismount again? There's. I want you to know when I'm actually finished. Like I've given you my full thought and I'm done. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we know when you're done. <laughs> you just at, what did you do earlier? I mean, this one you said, and that's how I feel about it. What, would it, what did you say about an hour ago? What was the I don't know. Dismount? I had a really good dismount. It was really good. I was, I was working the balance beam, George. I was working the balance beam, and I got to the end of my routine, and I went over, 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 jump, and then I landed both feet perfectly, yeah. a perfect 9.98. Like, we're not going to know you're done, but I love how you just like, it's kind of like almost like a, uh, and I approve of this message kind of right. thing at the end <laughs> right. of the commercial. Right, it done. feels kind of like that. Are I'm you at the prepping? end of my statement. Yeah. You're, you, all you have to do now is go, period, you know, so people know. Do know what? Like, period. Like, you know how you're like, period, done. Oh, period. End of conversation. Done. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I hate people that do that. They say like, period? period and done. And I'm like, what the hell? Okay. Don't do that. But yeah. Mm. Do Punto y aparte. Sí. Yes, they do. Sí. Oh my God, I have sí. an aunt that does that, and I'm yeah. like, why? I had an aunt that did that too. Right? Actually. Like, why? Why you gotta do that? Yeah. Why you gotta do that? Like, why? <laughs> so annoying. Sorry. All right, that is That's what right. you need to know. Brought That's to right. you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Hey, pay um, something right, so off. You were talking about earlier, though. Just pay oh, something off for us, real quick. This kid, the kid, this okay, kid, this quarterback okay. from Kentucky. Yeah, go ahead. The Kentucky. Have you heard this story? Uh, no, fill me in. Okay, so he's at some event, some media thing. Mm-hmm. And Maybe like the some, SEC Media Day or something like that? Yeah, SEC Media Day, right. Mm-hmm. And so, and somebody's just recording him on their phone. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about like how he likes to drink his coffee. And I, I'm just going to let you listen to it because I was like, Bleh! when I heard it. Go ahead. Will Levis, quarterback at the University of Kentucky. And I have been known to put mayonnaise in my coffee sometimes. And he did. He put, he got like one of those little plastic things of mayonnaise and squeezed it in his coffee and stirred it up. Oh my God. I'm honestly like, I'm I'm not joking around when I tell you I'm having like a gag reflex right now. Like the notion of here. Okay. Here's a cup. Here's a cup of black coffee. And if I put cream in it and I stir it, you know, it all kind of goes together. Now you take something that has the consistency of mayonnaise and you put it in your coffee, oh, oh my God. I mean, honestly, like, gross, dude. Gro- and I'm usually one of these people that's like, I'm open to try anything, and I people have their own deals, but come on, man. Mayo in your coffee, that is no. disgusting. First of all, I don't love mayo, number one. Let's start with that. But And I'm not a huge coffee person either, but... Like, I'm okay with drinking coffee occasionally, but putting mayonnaise in your... And I drink my coffee black, okay? Like, just, that's generally how it works. Um, I don't even like a lot of... I don't even like sugar, sugar substitutes. I don't like... Just give me the coffee. You don't like okay? any sweet and low? No. You don't like give any Give me Splenda? to me black. What, what did you not understand about I like my coffee black? You don't like a little Splenda in there, huh? A little Stevia? No. A little Stevia in there? No? Thank you, Nothing? Laura. No? Thank you. No. A little no vanilla stevia. creamer? A little sweet no cream, Splenda, perhaps? No, no creamer. No brown sugar, none of it. No mayo, definitely not mayo. What I mean, mayo? I know, disgusting, disgusting. And and mayo, here's the thing about mayo. Mayo is one of those things that if you have it on like a turkey sandwich and there's like tomato or pickle touching the mayo, it could get really nice and creamy and good. But in coffee, just the whole notion of mayo and coffee. Makes me, I'm not joking when I tell you I want to put my finger down my throat and throw up right now, and I don't even have to put my finger down my throat. Like It, it really is making me want to throw up. That is disgusting. Isn't mayo like Ed Wikes and salt? 
and something else and like milk or something it's gross what? I don't, I don't, I don't know look exactly up the ingredients. What, I, don't I think exactly that's what, what it's it is. Made of, but I'm going to tell you guys this though, right now. I if you ask me, do you want mayo on that? I go, no, 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 no mayo. Don't put mayo on it. Mayonnaise is made of oil, egg yolk, and acid, either vinegar or lemon juice. Really? Ew. Ew. So just like cra- yeah, crack your eggs and put it in your coffee. Gross. No, it is gross. It is. Although I want to tell you guys something. Me. I'm going to tell you, Laura. Laura was there. George, thank you. You were not around, and, and Lindsay, you were not around. But on Friday night, after we got done with the softball game in West Covina, we all decided to go celebrate Laura's birthday in a little post-game. Wait, wait. Bar- let me guess. You had the most amazing cheeseburger you've ever had in your entire life. With mayonnaise draped all over it, and the mayo was on the bottom of the bun, with and it was it was touching the pickles directly. So the way the mayo and the pickle on the bottom. With the Thousand Island dressing dripping down the lettuce in the front. I'm telling you, man, it was unbelievable. Shout out to the Sunset Room. Yeah, I, I mean, okay. On a burger, you know, some meat maybe, like whatever, okay. But not in coffee. Yeah, disgusting. Really, really gross. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. I'm just I, thinking I about, like, like, taking a sip, right? And then getting, like, a, a little, like, ball of mayo, and then it goes down your throat, and you're swallowing the mayo, and you're like, "Okay, that's enough. That's enough. I already, I already feel sick to my stomach. You are not helping the matter, Cap. <laughs> so we gross. Should, we got to get this guy on the show. Just to, hey, hey, pal. We have no interest in Kentucky football. None zero. None. We have no interest at all. We None. only brought you on the show to to understand how you drink coffee and mayo. So I'm going to be in Lexington, Kentucky. In a Do few it. Days. You gonna hook up with this guy? Do you think I should try? I mean, I'm supposed to be on vacation. Like, I know, oh, but don't still, do it. No, it's be great no, for the show. Be no. great. And plus, this, you write again, the whole thing off. You. you know, you want me. You, you no. want. You, you want. You are always looking for the little bug. On yeah, ESPN. but I, I'm not the guy going to Lexington, Kentucky. You are. I know, but you would do it if you were in Lexington, Kentucky. You would want to search for this person. What's this guy's name? Oh my god, <laughs> Will Levis. Will he's the quarterback. Will Levis. How do you spell Levis? L e v i s. L-E-V. And you're not, going because of Will, your daughter, right? Not Will Levi's? Yeah. Not Will Levi's, though spelled that way, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow him on Twitter right now. Here I am. I'm following the dude. <laughs> Are, Are you, you going to DM him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Not a bad Are call. you going to tell him he smells delicious like Laura's boyfriend? Okay, let me talk to him right now. Let me, let me send him a message <laughs> My man here. do smell delicious, though. He hey, do. By he the do way, smell delicious. Did, uh, was it Lamar Jackson that you DM'd? Yeah. No, you did not. I did. Did no. he ever write you back? Um, no, he didn't. Wait, oh. what did you you DM Lamar <laughs> he Jackson? He did. He did. Wait well, a minute. When did yeah. this happen? Why would you do that? Well, what happened was, um, I went onto Twitter. What happened was right, and then and then I realized, like, I I don't remember why I was looking up Lamar Jackson on so Twitter. So he he shared he changed his Twitter profile to the I need money in the grill from that movie. Oh, I forget what movie it is. Maybe How High. Okay. Anyway, and everyone yeah, was like talking. High. Yeah, everyone was talking about it. Like, oh man, like he's because he's in the middle of a contract negotiation. So everyone was talking about it. And then Lamar went and told some reporter somewhere, like, oh, that has nothing to do with my contract situation. I just taught, put that because it was funny. So people were talking about him. So here's the thing. So I so went on Twitter. Well, no, here's what happened. So I went on to Twitter, yeah. and I found Lamar Jackson, and right. I realized that I didn't. Which follow is fairly him. easy to find. Right, but I but I found out that I did not follow him. He's the kind of guy that you might think you follow this guy, right? No, I don't. I don't follow Lamar Jackson. Well, I didn't either. So now I click follow, and then once I click follow, I see the little mailbox, and, and I went, oh, so 
I can send him a DM. Yeah. So I did. He and has I his said, DMs open? Yeah, well, that's what I thought was interesting as well. Hmm. So then I sent him a DM, and I, I got ghosted. Yeah. I got nothing back. Yeah. I've never had my DMs open. Aren't DMs open if somebody follows, if you follow them? Only if them? they follow you, yeah. But mm-hmm. if they don't, no, if you follow them. That's the way you can do it. You can shut it down by only people you follow. Ooh, I need to do that. Um, in the community, Matthew Pelosi says, quote, that's how I see it, end quote. That was my dismount earlier. Yeah, that's how I see it. That's how you I know, see it. You know what that sounds like? That's how I see it. Mm. That sounds like some sort of, and, I, and I'm just using this name because it's funny and it's old timey, but like, like Walter Cronkite finishing some editorial on television right. and like dismounting with, that's the way I see it. Well, no, no. I think, I think like old school, old school radio. Remember the name Paul Harvey? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm that- Paul Harvey. And, and what was his catchphrase at the end Paul of his? Paul Harvey's catchphrase yeah. was something ridiculous like that. Right. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to Google that. Hold on. Paul Somebody Harvey. in the community will have it in a matter of seconds. Phrase. I have it. I'll find By it. By the way, the Sedano and Cap community on Twitter, you guys freaking rock, dude. Yeah. I'm serious. Like, well, apparently he always started everything long. by saying hello, Americans, but that's not what I'm, he, he had. There was an ending to it. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was a dismount that Paul Harvey used to have yeah. on the radio. End phrase. I don't know. Let me see if I can find it. Come on. You can get it. Come on. You got it. He had a phrase. Paul Harvey, old school. He had it. Like, didn't he have like a phrase that he ended everything? He did. He did. He did. He did. Yes. Anybody know it? Anybody in the community know it? Oh, now you know the rest of the story. That's what he would say. Now you know the rest of the story. I mean, we just, I mean, honestly, unless you're like 70, you have no idea what we're talking about. No, that's true. You probably don't. This is not necessarily endearing us to the 18 to 34 community. No, but it is to the, to the 35 to to 63. And I just, no way, no way 35 year old knows who Paul Harvey is. Maybe not, but closer to the 63. way. I just got a text from David Singer. Shout out to David Singer of the NFL network, the former Mason and Ireland producer. Yes. Correct. Who said, and, and he just sent me a text, and that's the rest of the story. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Now you know the See? and that's and the David rest Singer's of the story. young guy, like twenty five years old. This guy. no, he's not. <laughs> he's definitely not twenty five years old. He that's looks how like I he's see in it. great shape, though. That David Singer, and that's how I see it. That's going to be my new dismount. That, that that's it. That should be your dismount. We right. should end. We should end. We're way over the break. No, but we should end every lookie with you saying, <laughs> and that's the way I see it. In that voice. Just yeah. like that, yeah, in that voice. Yeah. It has to be that voice. That's the way then, I see it. And then what we do is people around, I, you know, people at this station and the audience that doesn't listen to this show will be like, what the hell is that? You Who know doesn't what I mean? listen like, to this show? I, there's people. No, you know. no, no, no. No, there are, there, are, there are zealots to George, other shows that don't, don't listen to our show. George, there are 12 million people in Los Angeles. Yeah. There are 12 million listeners to Sedano and Cal. Okay, I, I I would love to believe that, but that is not the case. But anyway, anyway, is right. Oh, someone says you should use that's how the cookie crumbles. I don't use that phrase. It's not for you. No, I just don't that use. That sounds it. like a yeah, it's like a grandma you phrase. All right, we got to wrap. Laura's gonna get in trouble. All right, we're here. Take a break. <laughs> um, there's more. Uh, by the way, we started the show talking about UCLA and the state of California. There's an update on that on ESPN. Let me get to that in two minutes.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Who dis? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I'm sorry, Cappy. No, I mean, I knew who Paul Harvey was. Did you? No. Yeah, you see, that's the difference no. right there, is that you know who this is and I don't. But I'll take a guess here. Okay. Go ahead, take a guess. I'm just going to throw out a guess, because to me, this guy may have been the biggest star of the entire All-Star game. Yeah. Is this your boy, Bad Bunny? No, it's Daddy Yankee, actually. Oh, Daddy Yankee. The only reason I said, are you serious, <laughs> is because we played this song forever, and then I played it for Ariel, and we talked about it. So that's what I was like, bro. Yeah. Daddy Yankee. Adictiva. Yeah. The In the meantime, you mentioned Ariel Helwani, right, who was on the show, what, two weeks ago or so? Uh-huh. I like love three him. Weeks ago He's now, awesome. He's a great guy. Did you guys happen to see, I didn't know this, he didn't mention it when he was on the show, but he did put it out on Twitter, that he's now a reporter on HBO's Real Sports. Did you see that, George? I did, mm-hmm. and I'm not surprised, and that's awesome for him. Yeah, really good for him. I, and he's I haven't really seen Real Sports in a really long time, but I, I used to love, love, love HBO's Real Sports. That was a great show. I mean, it still may be a great show. I just haven't seen yeah. it in a long time. Yeah, it is a, it is a great show. Um, you, you know, funny story about Ariel when, uh, when we were going to have monks, we were going to have them on that weekend that I was in Vegas, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, to talk about the fight and then it didn't work out timing, whatever. I think like there was like breaking news or whatever. And so then I asked him if he could come on that Wednesday instead, when I was in Vegas, I went to watch into the WWE arena, went to my seats, whatever, went to the restroom and I just saw him sitting out there in the hallway. Yeah. You text me. And I said, yeah, you I should have gone up to him and introduced him. You didn't I did. say hello? I, I, I did after the fact, like after I went to the restroom and then I came out and I went over and talked to him for a minute and he was just like, oh, hey, how's it going? So yeah, that was, he he's really nice. But it was funny because I was like, go figure, I see him here. Yeah. And he was he, literally he, just sitting on the hallway with his laptop plugged into the wall. He, he did a story about birds, right? Or something like that? Yeah. I saw on his Twitter. A story about birds? On, uh, on Real Sports, something like that I saw. Yeah. <laughs> a story about birds. Really? <laughs> yeah, for Real Sports, yeah. I would love to do that show. Oh, HBO Real Sports is a, and, and I say is, but I, honestly, I haven't seen it in a really, really long time. Me neither. But it, what, I used to love that show. I mean, that was to me, that was like appointment viewing. Whenever it came out each week, I wanted to make sure I was there. Did, did you feel smarter Sports. watching the show? Is that why? To, well, that, and I used to love when Bryant Gumble would make his turn to the next camera yeah, and always fidget with his, with his glasses. Yeah. You know, Do, does Brian still host the show? I think he does. I think. Yeah. And I used to also love the ending to the show, which was for all the good folks here at HBO. Thanks for watching. You know, I, <laughs> I used to love that. And then my friend Jim Lampley name drop uh, when Jim worked for HBO. Yeah. Uh, he did. He did a lot of stories and reports for real sports. He did. Yeah. 
Um, do you? I remember as a kid. It's funny because Wimbledon just passed. Do you remember when, when Wimbledon was on HBO? Um. Yeah. Now that you for like twenty five years, yeah. it was on HBO. Was yeah. that was that um, when there was the, a... the the stuff during the week, Monday through Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday was on NBC. Was that um, was Bud Collins? Does that sound yeah, like an Bud announcer? Yeah, Bud Collins, all those part guys. Of that? Yeah. yeah, Dick Enberg, right? All of them. Yeah, yeah old school. Yeah. Um, so anyway, real quick before we move on to the UCLA update mm-hmm. um, with the state of California, the. You said you DM Lamar Jackson. What did you DM about? You never DM him about. You never. I actually don't, said. What, do, so, Lindsay, do you remember what the story was? I mean, you could well, just go to your DMs and see what you said. Yeah, to him. Well, no, what, I, what, what I said to him on the what? DM. What I said to him on the DM was something like, you know, yo, my man, how you doing? What's good? How oh, you living? What's crack a lacking? You know, like I gave oh, him like geez. the whole thing. You know. Oh my god. And then I uh, said, hey, you got to come on the show with us. You know. And then I never heard anything from anybody. This was yeah. Monday, July eleventh. Yeah. I think you just wanted to ask him about. Him changing his Twitter profile to how the how no, I don't. No, it was, don't it was so. something about like there was a contract thing going on with him. Yeah. Wasn't it, that it what it was? It, it literally took you. I wasn't even gone for a day before you were DMing uh, a you know an NFL MVP. Like what what happened here? Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not. I mean, bashful, I, I literally George. wasn't even shy. gone a whole day yet at that point, and you yeah, were already. You know, I'm, I'm you know, not a you're, shy you're, guy, man. I'm like I'm an insane to, person running you know, around. Like, like, I'll, like, I'll talk to anybody. You know, I'll walk up to people. I'll talk to people. Yeah. You know. I'm I'm just like that, you know. Yeah. I mean, what's the what's the worst he could do? Not read my DM or tell me to go f myself? I mean, who cares? Right. I mean, you you gave me a hard time because I I tweeted and I I tagged LeBron. Yeah. Well, and I tagged, you tagged Russ me too, and I tagged I mean, you. Yeah, but I'm Ramona also you. came to my defense on that. You know what she say? Don't you, she said, "Yeah, you don't tag me either." Yeah, I'm I'm done tagging you, man. Yeah. You're no longer getting tagged by me. <laughs> I used to like to tag you. No more. No tag. No tag for you. It's true. Done tagging you. No taggy even, tag? I, I may even not even follow you anymore. Seriously. Okay, oh, cool. Seriously. That's fine, too. Cause, cause, seriously, because you get so upset when I tag you in things. Depends what you tag them in, though, Cappy. Right. I don't care when you tag me. On. Let me ask you something. Did you, when, you were at, when you were at the Summer League, right, <laughs> did you yes. run into LeBron? I did not. I wasn't there when he was there. So you never had any interaction with LeBron? No, he was gone by the time I got there. He didn't come looking for you like, yo, Sedano, what's up with this Kaplan guy? I was not me? there while he was there. What part of the equation do you not understand? He had to leave. He had to go to the Drew League. Right. He was back in L.A. by the time I got to, to Vegas. Dude was busy. Got to go play in the Drew League. Yeah. So, But no, yeah. he was not He was not there. And who else did you tag in that, by I the way? I think I tagged Russell Westbrook in that. And Kyrie. No, it was Kyrie. Oh, it was Kyrie. Yeah. That, well, that nobody makes... saw Kyrie. He was supposed to go to the Drew League, and then he ended, he didn't end up showing up. <laughs> <laughs> little bit, so, little, little pinch. I little mean, pinch. you know, I'm gone for a minute, like literally gone for like two seconds, and you're like already running around, like and you I'm know, like DMing just, Lamar Jackson. You're, 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 you're. It's like when you like, if it's like when the parent leaves the house and mm-hmm. goes on vacation and tells the kid. Don't have a party, okay? Just do whatever you want. Have some friends over, but don't have a rager, okay? Mm-hmm. And you had the rager, like the minute I was gone. Did you see my latest tweet? Have you seen my latest one? No, I haven't. I not. tweeted the quarterback from Kentucky, the kid who's uh, got the oh, mayo and the coffee. That. Oh, no, I did see that. Yeah, yeah the yeah. kid who's got the mayo and the coffee. I'm like, yo, man, we need to talk to you. You said, yo, at Will Levis, need to talk to you about mayo and coffee. Right. Like, here's another one. Yesterday, for example. Yesterday, uh, we got off the air. We only had a one-hour show. I got into my car, yeah. and I turn on 710 because I wanted to listen to the All-Star game yeah. on the radio. 
I hear our long, long, long time friend, John Boog Shambi. AKA, oh, I'm gonna, I just saw this. I'm going to write him back right now. Yeah, A.K.A. the Boogly Boogler. So Boog Shambi is on ESPN Radio yesterday calling the All-Star Game. Yeah. And he sounded great, and he's a longtime friend, and I wanted yeah. to just give him a little bit of you know affirmation. We're out here. We're listening. Yeah. You sound awesome. And I sent him a tweet. Yo, Boog, yeah. you sound awesome at ESPN Los Angeles. Right. And he, he replied like, hey, thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, he, he wrote thanks. Well, he didn't write that much. Don't lo- the, He wrote thanks, Scott. Yeah, to which right. I I just responded to him just now, 20 seconds yeah, ago. I see this. And wrote, don't encourage him. Come on, man. Yeah. Why's it got to be like all that? I'm just saying. All right, you were going to tell us about this UCLA in the state of California. What's oh, so apparently the latest here is uh, Paolo Ugetti, uh, one of our college football reporters here at ESPN. Uh, he's, he's the guy that did the really cool story about uh, Big Boy, the rapper, um, and his son playing defensive back at Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, really cool story if you haven't read it, if you like um, Outcast, and you know it, it's probably something you want to read. Uh, but anyway, um, he's uh, let me see. California Governor Gavin Newsom demands UCLA. Oh, explain how leaving the Pac-12 for the Big Ten is beneficial. I mean, that seems fairly easy, doesn't it? Who who is demanding that? Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Ga- well, hold on a second. Why Gavin- don't you text him? Ga- wait, I Gavin- thought you texted him. I will. I'll, I'll tweet him. I'll and I'll tag him. Wait, Gavin Newsom. Why? Once, wait, no, no. Why do you need to tag him on Twitter yeah. when you can just text him? You said he texts you all the time. All right, I will. I'll text him right now. Mm. Yo, my so governor. Yo, my governor. My governor. What's crack a lacking? Yo, what's what's crack a lacking? My gov. Um, look, dude, you're telling me that Gavin Newsom is now going to butt in on UCLA deciding to leave for the for the Big Ten? Seriously, like you need an explanation? It goes like this. Our athletic department is $100 million in debt. If yeah. we don't find a way to make some more money, which the Pac-12 is not helping us make, we're going to have to give up on all these other sports. So all, you know, football makes money and basketball makes money in theory, but all these other sports don't make any money. That's why we're going to the Big Ten to keep our athletic department alive and to have it thrive going into the future, not sit here and wait for the Pac-12, which has made this disaster. Yeah. Really? They need they need an explanation that badly, huh? Yeah. I I, th- I think the problem is I, look, I I'm with you. Like I I think that, you know, listen, you got it's survival of the fittest in this situation, right? Like that's just the reality of college athletics at this point cuz you know, the cat's out of the bag. But the w- what I would add is if I was playing devil's advocate, I think the issue is the UC connection, right? Like all like the the UC schools, my guess is they pool a lot of their resources. But my thing is, okay, well, my response to that would be if I were responding to Governor Newsom, I would say, okay, well, are you going to bail out like UCLA? You know, because the, allegedly they don't, they believe it's super damaging, particularly to UC Berkeley, because they'll receive less money as the Pac 12 media deal diminishes. Okay, well, that would also happen to UCLA if USC leaves. <laughs> like, I, that would be my response. I, you know what, Lindsay? I'm not even joking. This is normally a Scott move, but see if they'll let the governor come on with us. It's a great idea. Great, great, Tomorrow. great idea. Okay. We should, we should legitimately call for what the governor's worth, though, PR, and, and I, we should I, have I, the governor on. Okay, for what it's worth, I could be wrong, but I feel like if it's during a certain time of year, which I feel like with the midterms or whatever coming up, you have to allow their opponent equal time, just so you know that may be a thing. 
Well, I'm going to say I okay, disagree. Okay, well, that's fine. We'll have their opponent on and ask them what I, they think about the UCLA thing. Like, right. yeah, we give me one question. Like, I could be yeah. completely wrong, but I just wanted to throw in that caveat before I call them. Okay, right. right. Well, whoever but, the we try to do is. it the, the normal way first. And if we have to okay. give... Gotcha. I mean, but there's probably like 37 people running for governor in the California. Yeah, that's you're the right. Case. You're right. You're right. Just call I mean, the governor's office yeah. tomorrow. Call morning. the governor's office, please, and just say, hey, look. I'm not even joking. I'm with you I'm not either. I'm serious. Like Kaplan said, bring it in. Start with that. Okay. And then yeah, that definitely is not going to get you anywhere. Just, just tell them, hey, we, nope. we, we want to figure out what what you think. And by the way, George, you may be right that maybe Berkeley is saying, wait a second, you can't have UCLA leave with USC. USC's private; they can do whatever they want to do, but you can't leave us behind. You know, we're part also, of the same family here. You know, I, the, the headline I read was that he's demanding a public explanation. So it's not just like he wants an explanation. He's demanding they, they give a public explanation. Well, guess what? You know what? Well, I feel like the, but I feel like they already did that by right. saying. Read the Scott L.A. Scott. Times. That's right, it. Right. Read the L.A. Times because Martin went in, into the L.A. Times and was like, um, we're $100 million in debt. All right, you know what? I'm calling Martin for tomorrow. Do it. A, call him. Well, we should call Gavin Newsom and say we demand an explanation for his demand for an explanation. Yes, we wanted, we wanted, we demanded for his demand. Yes, exactly. We'd That's also we demand do. who does his hair because right, go. he got Laura's great hair. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. All right, big deal or no deal. Next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks, Christopher. Take it away, Lindsay. Thanks, Sedano. Thanks, Christopher. Well, guys, Julio Rodriguez may not have won the home run derby title on Monday night, but he left L.A. a happy man. And that's because the rookie won $750,000 for finishing runner-up to Juan Soto. Really? With Yep. Seven hundred and fifty grand for getting hmm. second place. So that wow. makes me wonder, like, who get? What does first place get? A million? I, I thought it like was. A, yeah, I thought it was a million dollars for first. And truth be told, I thought it was half a million for second. But if you yeah. say seven fifty, I'll go with it. Nice. Well, the funny thing about seven fifty is, uh, with this being Rodriguez's first year in the majors, it exceeds his yearly salary That's for right. the yeah. entire twenty twenty two season. That's, crazy. That's right. Yeah. So his his salary for the year will be seven hundred thousand dollars in Seattle, and yeah. you know he's performed like an all star in his first year yeah. with the club. Is this yeah. a big deal or no deal? Uh, it is a big deal. Uh, it happened to uh, what's his face from the Mets who was doing the glute activation the other day. Oh, uh, Pete Alonso. It happened to him <laughs> the first two years that he won uh, as well. He was making less than the money he won. And by the way, this also makes me think about like what uh, Commissioner Manfred said the other day when he was asked about the living wage for minor league players. And he basically said, yeah, I feel like we're in a good place like uh, with uh, 
And he actually chastised the reporter and said, we're in, a, we're in a good place with minor leaguers and what they make. Those guys make like 10 or 15 grand a year. That's not a living he, wage. He like, said, stop. I take exception to the yeah. notion that Come our on. players don't stop. make a living wage. Yeah. I mean, listen, if you want to have a minor league system, I'm not saying it needs to be like, you know, like the G League only has like one or two spots for, that make 150 grand. But all those other guys make at least 40, 50 grand or 60 grand or something like that. Like in the, I think it's like the lowest is 35 is the lowest contract in the G league. I don't know how many guys, you know, Scott, that are kids that, you know, that went to play minor league baseball, but man, it's peanuts. Like, like I'm not even joking when I say $15,000. I know. And, and I know a bunch of kids that, you know, they were drafted high and so they got their money. Right. But then when they went to play minor league baseball, they were like, "What's what's going on here?" Exactly. Their actual pay is really low, yes. right? Like right. ridiculous. They got the the signing bonus. And I know that like the commissioner tried to kind of talk his way out of it. He's like, "Hey, look, first of all, these guys get their money when they sign. That's number one. Uh, number two, not all of them, of course not. Number, but yeah. this is him trying to talk his way out of it. Number two, it's like, hey, look, they're they're we pay for this, we pay for that. I mean, listen, they're just making money to play ball. I mean, are, should we all feel sorry for these guys? But it's not like that. Like if you're a first round draft choice and you get a three million dollars signing bonus." And then you're making five hundred dollars a week playing minor league ball. You got paid already, mm-hmm. so you got to pay your dues, though. Well, I will say this: I do think it is kind of a big deal, just in a funny way, that you make as much or more for coming in second in the home run derby than you make as an entire you know season. Right. And this kid's on fire. Yeah, he's good. Um, I'm gonna go see them. I told you so. Be cool. Yeah, you kept you. You got to pay your dues, and that's the way I see it. That's not exactly the way I see it, though. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So uh, Ricky Williams recently did an interview with USA Today Sports where he talked about a multitude of different things. It was quite entertaining because I watched the whole thing. But one story in particular that he told has a lot of people kind of talking. Here is a short clip of what he said. When I first got into the league, my rookie year, okay, a Hall of Fame player on the team, he's in the Hall of Fame now, invited me over to his house, okay, and he gave me the speech about how to take care of yourself in the NFL, okay? And he, he pulled out some cannabis, crushed it up, split a blunt, opened it up, put the cannabis in there, took a Vicodin, crushed it up, sprinkled the Vicodin in there, rolled up the blunt, and passed it to me. Okay? That, was, <laughs> that was a vet teaching me as a rookie how to, how to take care of myself in the NFL. So kind of um, a pretty uh, depressing story to think of that's how a vet taking care of a younger player in the league. So is this story that he told, is this a big deal or no deal? Kathy, I'll start with you. I'm going to say no deal. Um, yeah, it sounds weird, you know, because, like, the first thing that I'm trying to think of is if you took a pill, whatever pill it is, and Vicodin. you crushed it up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in this case, Vicodin, you crushed it up, and then you sprinkled it into the blunt. Does that, does it burn? Yeah, it, it, it will burn. Yeah. Yeah, I've never done this before. I've never really crushed up the pill. I love that that's where your mind goes instead of like, man, that's sad that he's doing drugs. and like Right, that he has to forget about forget about just smoking the weed, right? That, <laughs> you think but, of like, like the logistics he, of the process. Co- he's colliding for a living, right? In car crashes, basically, as a running back. <laughs> but not only is that, he has to lace the weed with Vicodin, <laughs> according to the veteran who told him this. Uh, and did it for him because it's that painful to play football. Well, that and it's like, hey, I got right. a new delivery but, system for you. Instead of popping the pill, you smoke the pill. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I love that. that <laughs> I, too, love that that was not your takeaway. Your immediate takeaway was not about, wow, they must go through a lot of pain playing in the National Football League. And it was immediately to discuss the process of what was actually in said. That's how your brain works. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm picturing him, like, crushing up the pill, and he's thinking, how, what would that burn? Can you smoke oh, a Vicodin? Right, right. Yeah. I've, never, I've never smoked a Vicodin. If you crushed up that pill and you told me you snorted it, I'd be like, okay, that, that would seem more reasonable to oh, me. But goodness. smoking Vicodin yeah, of course. in yes. weed seems very weird to me. Yes, yes. You can, you can crush a lot of things and put it in and smoke it i did not know that so that all being said cap is it a big deal or no deal i still think it's no deal okay yeah, it's a big deal for the reasons we uh we mentioned that cap neglected <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that he was telling him this while he's giving him a speech about how you got to take care of yourself in the nfl right you know yeah, what we should do yeah. though and it probably wouldn't be that hard to do if you go back to ricky williams rookie season as i recall he, um, I don't remember who drafted him, or, or no, no, it was the New Orleans Saints who drafted him. Mike Ditka was the head coach of the Saints at the time, but I think they had to trade a whole bunch of assets to move up in the draft. Their whole draft, him. they traded right. the whole draft. That That's year. exactly right. And then there was that cover picture. I think it was on the cover of ESPN the magazine. Yes, where in a wedding Ricky Williams. Dress. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. And, good memory, George. And um, I, we could look at the roster of who the Saints were because I'm sure that 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 roster was not littered with Hall of oh, Famers. Yeah. Yeah, you you Google it, and there's people have their speculations, and no one wants to name names, you know, here. But oh, you I Google I just, it. I just gotta I just gotta look up the roster. Okay, all right. Okay. I'm not probably gonna do that, but I mean, I could. You do a I Twitter search, to. and you'll get plenty. You'll get plenty of suggestions. Okay. So, mm-hmm. okay. So sticking with the NFL, a new Netflix documentary is gonna explore one of the most talked about moments in recent college football history. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I don't. No. Okay. Well, Untold, which is Netflix's sports documentary series, is going to examine the story of Manti Te'o, the former oh, Notre Dame and Lanai Kukua. Star. Oh, yep. very good, George. And his, the catfishing hoax. Mm-hmm. It's called The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist, and it's a two-part <laughs> documentary focusing on Manti Te'o. And... Let me tell you something. When that story came out, Okay. There was nothing bigger in in sports. When oh my out. god! I you know I I could not talk about anything else. That's oh, the I'm only thing I wanted to talk about I'm for with like you. days. Yeah, I mean it was so bizarre. How could this kid get duped into this and then go tell the story to the country? Like I, as I recall, An he may Oprah. have been. A, yeah, and I think he may have been like a Heisman Trophy candidate. Yeah, he was. You know? yeah. A candidate. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And and, and like they were now he would leave tickets for her, and like it yes. was just like what? And they picked like like they did like the thing with his family and stuff. Like oh, so oh, weird, so embarrassing. I remember sitting. I was working at ninety two three. The family still playing at the time. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But I remember Didn't the like, Chargers draft him. Yes. So yeah, so yeah. ironically enough, by the way, you're saying that you couldn't talk about anything else. I was on the radio in San Diego at the time, and yeah. they drafted Manti Teo, and it was all talk about was this is the dude who got catfished, yeah. which was an incredible story at the time. So apparently he played for the Saints after that, too, and That's then the right. Bears in 2020, mm-hmm. and he hasn't played since. Yeah. It was huge. It was everywhere. So, oh, my God. I mean, yeah. I think it's a big deal because this was one of those stories that, like, for the moment was – the story, even even outside of sports, because like I said, he was on Oprah. Oh man, it was a big deal. There's no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, are you guys going to be watching I, this documentary? Uh, I would watch that one. And where is it going to be on? On Netflix. 
Oh, there you go. I just told you I haven't watched Netflix in a while. But, no, uh, they want you to resubscribe. Yeah. Well, I think my wife just resubscribed recently because my kid wants to watch Pocoyo. So, I mean, how much like, is it? Because I think I just got charged like seventeen ninety nine on my credit card, uh, something like that. Yeah. yeah my kid crazy. loves Pocoyo. You have no idea. None of you know what any of that is. But Poco, uh, who I do. Po- you do. You have little nephews or nieces. Yeah, or something. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just a cartoon. It's a cute little cartoon. Coco um, Yo-Yo. I know Coco Lemon. That's the, is it different? No, Coco Lemon is different. That's for like okay. babies. Like, yeah, yeah. This is more for like toddlers. Uh, okay. Um, but Coco Lemon, yes, is also Netflix. Coco I, Lemon. I yeah. probably would watch something like this though, even though I know the story and I remember it all, and it's kind of you know several years after the fact. But yeah. I probably would find myself. Oh, I would totally like watch that. We should do a watch party for it. How about that? Yes, and, that and, is a great idea. Sho- shove it, Bergman, so we don't have to do a broadcast. We just go somewhere <laughs> and watch it. <laughs> and we can we can say that uh, we can like invite seriously. Would well, you come think someone? Too? So w- w- you said Netflix. I. You know what, Lindsay? We seriously, reach out to the Netflix. Reach out to the Netflix lot. See if they will allow us to go there and screen it for like a certain amount of listeners. Yeah, like I'm definitely. I will definitely. Not a million. Ask what is wrong with you? I mean, maybe like uh, 120 people, 20 like going people. to the Netflix lot. They're not going to It's not gonna be a million seats. What's wrong with you? I don't know. It's just a just a number. It's you know, just, it's kind of my default number. They, they pitched me something recently. So this is a good. Excuse yeah. Hit to him get back, back and them. see if we can yeah. if we can do a little tie in, you know, for okay. the but I do like your idea of like maybe if the Rams have a Monday night game or a Thursday night game and we're not on the air. I do love the idea of a watch party. Yeah, that's more. That's I like this one better. This is right. Good. If we're not on the air, do the watch party. That makes yeah. more sense. There's way more opportunity for us to interact, and then people get to see us react to the game. Like that's fun, as opposed to the two minutes they get, like when we're in a break. Like that's not ideal. Like I don't think that helps anybody. I think that's an antiquated way of doing radio. Personally, let's all make sure our calendars are aligned. How about that? <clears throat> yeah, let's do that. Yeah, first. Uh, so anyway. All right. Uh, do we have any more? Or are we done? That's it. Pretty big deal or no deal today. More. That's it. Huh? We're, we're already way over. Oh, that sucks. I mean, do you want to do more on the other side? I just, I just am having a great day today. I'm having a lot of fun. Lindsay, do you have another one for the next segment? Yeah, I mean, I, I can. Yeah, for sure. We could do All that. All right, let's just do one more and then we'll figure out what the hell we're going to do. We're going to do something. <laughs> It'll come up next. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what I've spent a lot of time listening to recently is K-Day. Ooh, I I, I love me some K-Day. I just randomly find myself listening to old school hip-hop on K-Day. And, um, yeah, it's just like, you know, I I don't listen to a ton of terrestrial radio outside of us. But, I, you know, I I do like K-Rock and, you know, I listen to that. You know, I listen to Kiss occasionally and and Big uh, Power 106, sorry. Um, but I do, I have found myself listening more to K-Day more than any other station other than us lately. It's, it's just I want to so go good. to the K-Day, the K-Day like jam or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I want to go to that. Away. Where were you at? 
Christian I was had, ish. I, I was going to go once and then COVID happened. And then ever since then, I don't remember them. Oh, you know. no, they had it this yeah. year. I was there. It, it did. was a blast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Kaden. Shout out to I, PJ, who was my professor and is on I, the air. I, I love Kaden. Maybe we um, should have a pajama jammy jam. No, <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> Just throwing out other ideas for events. <laughs> you know, oh, Morales was so mad at y'all trying to put all these events or like people. We He's like, just stop, just stop. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, the Mandy's was such an amazing, massive hit. Yeah. And then after the Mandy's, the softball game was beyond potential expectations. I mean, it was just yeah. out of control. Yeah. So now that we have, you know, everybody's in on it. You know, and everybody wants to get back to seeing people and pressing the flesh and hugging it out and bringing it in and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so so we love it. Let's do more. I think between those two events, Chris Morales needs some – he needed that week off, and now he needs some more time off from the softball game. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's going all out for these events, and then they're just like, ooh, man, that was tough. Yeah. It's that a just lot. means we old, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a lot of work. You're old, girl. Not me. I'm Hell young. yeah, I am. I ain't going to lie. After, Come on, man. After I'm a little Brett. kid. After Friday, nuts. I was like, I'm done, you just, bro. You said you ha- you couldn't do something. What was it? You were sore the other day or whatever? I mean, I have Mason. to admit, I mean, it's, it's a little embarrassing, frankly. You got but... injured warming up for practice. <laughs> no, no, I got injured because I got injured because of an illegal bat okay. and, uh-huh. and exit velocity. Okay, Listen, right. the kid who hit the ball that broke my leg, that guy's exit velocity was greater than uh, the home run that was hit by Stanton last night in the All-Star game. Mm. Think about that. Broke your leg, huh? Broke it right in half. How'd that feel? <laughs> Same leg that I broke in half the night that you and I, Lindsay, were leaving the Super Bowl oh. festivities. So, you know, it's, it's a double injury. Huh? Double you broken leg. Oh my right. God. That's double busted leg. Yeah. Was it now, the tibula or the fibula? I don't know, but the I'm tibia, hurt worse than, like, tibia. Conor McGregor. When Conor McGregor yeah, had the, that brutal injury, yeah, mine's oh. worse. It was the tibia, because I remember when I called in that Friday. <laughs> uh, Dr. The only thing I, first thing I heard was Dr. Clapper going, can I touch a tibia? Yes, please touch my tibia, doctor. Oh, I'm so slap happy. How are you? Uh, so anyway, Linz, do we have one more uh, big deal or no deal? Or no? Oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, Laura, you want to crank up the music again one more time here real quick? Sorry about that. Snoop yeah. Doggy da hog. No, so we were talking music. about, yeah, no. yeah, the, the big deal or no deal music. There we go. Okay, so we were talking about the All-Star game and Rob Manfred's stupid comments that he made, right? Well, yeah. there's another comment that he made that has everybody all ticked off on the internet, of course. Oh, so he was asked about... Like if the all like people were bummed about the all stars not wearing their actual uniforms Mm -hmm. and someone asked Rob Manfred if they're ever going to go back to that. And he said, quote, I never thought that a baseball team wearing different jerseys in a game was a particularly appealing look for us. People were all up in arms about that because, you know, they don't like the the, these ugly gray uniforms. Is it a big deal or no deal? Um, I don't think it's a big deal, but I also think like like I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like the tradition has been that they have worn their own uniforms, and that's kind of cool because not every sport does that. I think most sports, actually, basketball and football and and hockey, they wear like specialized All Star jerseys. I think this is more about sales, right, and making yep. money where you can sell different mm-hmm. kinds of jerseys. And he's just trying to hide it in cloak it in something else but that's all this is about those jerseys for all-star games get sold to people and they can make money it's a revenue stream and that's what he's defending without having to say it yeah i actually um 
don't think that the commissioner of baseball in particular, and by the way, it probably goes the same for football and basketball. Although, I guess Adam Silver in basketball, he's kind of a, I think he's, of all the major sports commissioners, Adam Silver's the one guy that people generally seem to like. Um, but man, if you're a commissioner of a sport, it doesn't really matter what you say. Everybody's going to hate everything you say anyway. And in Rob Manfred's case, I mean, you got to remember this. this he can't, season well, was, he definitely can't win, but he right. kind of does it to himself. Well, I right, but remember so this whole other. season was in jeopardy. Remember earlier in the year? I mean, people probably forget this by now. Yeah. But, you know, there was a time where. We thought they were going to be locked out, right? Correct. That's right. Yeah. So he, he, this guy can't say anything and win. Nothing. I think that they should go back to just wearing their uniforms because those gray ones are hideous. I don't. I don't think anybody likes them. The players don't like them. The fans don't like them. So just go. Go back to the old thing. Do what was work, working. Don't fix what's not broken. Mm. All right, I'm with that. I didn't love these uniforms yesterday, to be honest yeah, with ugly. you. I mean, just that, that charcoal I, dark I, yeah, gray. I didn't care. Yeah. The white one was care. nice though. Yeah, the white one was pretty I, good. I like the white one with gold. I, I didn't think they were hideous, but I didn't care. I'm not a uniform person, so I don't. No, care neither am I. I know yeah. that's like a Clinton thing where he's like just loves to talk about uniforms and oh no, soccer people fashion. for sure. No, oh, I wouldn't yeah. say just soccer people because soccer people definitely love the kits, right? Like they're into that. That's a thing. Um, but I think that that's that it's soccer culture started that. And then it's kind of spawned off into the other sports. Like I have a buddy who is totally in on uniforms, like uniforms, helmets, uh, shoes that players are wearing, like they, all the attire. Like there are people that love that stuff. Not me. I don't care for it. I don't. I mean, not that I don't care for it. I just don't care enough about right. it. Right. Like, I'm like, I'm, like to me, I'm like, okay, great. Oregon's wearing a different uniform this week. Cool. You know, I just the, the uniforms to me, like it just it just doesn't register. I, I will say, though, that when I was watching the All-Star game last night, I did see the American League side of things and thought, that's a very, like, gray, nondescript. It, it just doesn't scream summer in Southern California. That's all. Yeah. But they could have lightened it up a little bit. Flower patterns, perhaps, would have been nice. You know, <laughs> Flower some, patterns. You know, just something with some lovely color to it, perhaps. Oh, yeah. Lovely color. Just thinking out loud here. That's all. Uh, uh, all right, that is now officially big deal or no deal. That's the end of it, huh? No, yeah, we had to finish it. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Got anything else? Did you see the story? Oh boy. <laughs> 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 I mean, this just surprised me. I had no idea this was the case. Did you see the story that the Raiders are the NFL's ticket? revenue leaders yeah the most people at the gate yeah now i did and i saw the rams were fourth yeah. right so it was the raiders the niners the patriots the rams the giants and the cowboys mm-hmm. and i gotta say that for anybody that thought the raiders going to vegas was a bad idea right people were like oh that's a terrible idea because the the market itself the the las vegas market can't support the raiders and i'm like well green bay supports the the packers and yeah. Buffalo but, supports the Bills. and But it's less about that. It's just a tourist destination. Right, of so course. Lot, and, yeah. and so everybody who, who the Raiders are playing, they want to come to Vegas for that game. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the casinos are buying up all the tickets and they're giving them out to the whales and whatever. I mean, it just it, it was a little surprising to know that the, the Raiders were the leaders in the NFL in ticket revenue because, again, the Cowboys have a monster stadium. The Giants have a waiting list forever. The Rams, you know, really just opened SoFi Stadium. 
Mm-hmm. Patriots have been, you know, traditional power, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it just it surprised me. The 49ers, not so much, because the 49ers tickets are probably you know crazy Super expensive. Super expensive, and they just bought had a new stadium fairly yeah. recently. New stadium. That's what I was going to say about the Raiders, though, because my I have friends that are Broncos fans who want to go this year, and they said that, like, oh, but the tickets there are always so expensive. Yeah, so, so. I mean, it's that, too. All right, we're done here. That's uh, it. Cappy, don't DM Lamar Jackson. I'm not going to, but I will tag him in a tweet. All right. Uh, excellent work, uh, Lindsay and Laura. We will talk to you mañana. Uh, maybe we'll have Gavin Newsom on. You never know. I mean, Lindsay's going to effort that. So we'll, we'll figure that out. Uh, Lakers talk with Alan Slee was up next. See ya.